0: So we both grew up in the 90s, and I know that the 90s are back, but yo, the 90s never left for us. And we're gonna go on a retrospective each year in the 90s, thinking about important songs, important movies, and some sort of important pop culture that we remember fondly or not so fondly, but definitely had an impact on us and still does. So hope you enjoy. The nineties are back. And we're not doing this because the nineties are back. For me, the nineties never left. Except for the clothes that you know, I don't really want to touch those clothes anymore. But uh <laughs> the nineties have never left me.
1: Hey, you know what though? I will admit that I bought some double XL crew neck sweatshirts. Oh really? Yeah, or you know, so I know like baggies coming back in. I'm going back, yeah. Yeah, so you know, like I think over the holiday season, I was like, okay, let me, let me see if I can try and buy some, you know, oversized uh, yeah. crew neck sweaters. The crew neck right now. I am
0: too. Well, I'm wearing an XL, but why don't we jump in 1990?
1: Okay, so I think this was pretty tough for mm-hmm. me. Yeah. Because I, I definitely had to look through what movies were released. And the one thing I thought about was this was when I was in sixth grade, mm-hmm. and then I went to St. Edwards, which which is a Catholic elementary school, mm-hmm. right? And then the eighth graders at that time, there was like a, there were like four, four students. That we really looked up to. And then they had like a, they formed like a dance group. Mm. And then they performed at the festival. Yeah. And their name, that group's name was like One Step Ahead. Uh Uh-huh. And they had crew neck sweatshirts that Mm -hmm. had like some, probably they went to like Shirtique or something. Mm -hmm. And then had like either embroidered or like screen printed or um airbrushed oh maybe it was airbrushed (laughs) oh shoot yeah it was probably airbrushed yeah um and anyway the song they danced to was uh young mc bust a move Mm -hmm. and that was i have a really really strong memory and i really love i love that song that is actually one of my um karaoke cuts Mm. actually uh but it was released in 1989. So mm. does not that probably would have been my song, but then it uh, did not make it. yeah, it did not meet the cut. but it did win the Grammy in 1990 though. So <laughs> if I didn't find another song, I probably would have picked that and used that as my caveat. It's like, yeah. oh, we won a Grammy in 1990. so uh but yeah, that's the one of the one of my favorite memories from I guess sixth grade.
0: Back then we we had junior high, so se- junior high was seventh and eighth grade, so I was that was the last year of elementary school. And I was still h- hanging out with my friends that I hung out with from fifth and sixth grade and seventh grade, all white kids except for me. All I know is I was still super into... Bon Jovi, (laughs) wrestling, which hasn't changed much, and comic books, which also has slightly changed.
1: uh, (laughs) You'll probably love my my movie choice.
0: Yeah, so that's what I remember. I was trying to remember, you know, right before we started recording, I was trying to remember um, when the starter parka came out. Mm -hmm. If it was sixth grade or seventh grade. I think it was...
1: I think it was sixth or seventh grade. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: so I think it's, it's either 1990 or 1991. Yeah. And yeah.
0: Yeah. So that's where I'm at. That's a ton of, I have no real recollection of sixth grade other than that, other than those pop culture uh, landmarks and also hanging out with
1: a bunch of white kids. So with regard to song, I had to look at the billboard. Yeah. Uh Whatever was like, whatever was on Billboard that year. Yeah. And as soon as I saw this this song, I was like, oh, that's got to be it. And it's uh, Bell, Biv DeVoe Poison. Girl, I must warn you. I sense something strange in my mind. Yeah. Yo, situation is. Yeah because run out of time yes. that is an ultimate banger mm-hmm. um, It's a bop as I think what the kids say these days um, <laughs> I don't know what that means <laughs> It means banger okay <laughs> uh, anyway yeah as soon as I saw that that had to be number one right yeah
0: yeah i when i was looking at i had to do that too I, I tried not to do the billboard just in case there were other songs but then i'm like who am i kidding um <laughs> in sixth grade we only listen to popular music or whatever was on the radio i mean one that was the only place to get it and two it's not like i had money um and so yeah bbd came up poison in particular and yeah that, that's like That is a groundbreaking, it's like a, I mean, it really is a groundbreaking moment in, you know, in R&B and hip hop kind of, you know, I I know that there was like still, there was so much tension still Mm -hmm. between rap and then R&B, but with New Jack Swing and then BBD was kind of like post New Jack Swing, you know, kind of a harder edge to New Jack Swing. That album had, I don't know, what, five to seven singles that all were, like, they're, like, burned into our brains from just, like, listening to it all the time on the radio and it dances if we went.
1: Yeah, man, and, like, uh, Water Socks definitely came (laughs) up because of the Doomy video, right? Oh, yeah. Well, I
0: remember, I think uh, some of the other things is, seeing michael bivins sitting on a basketball hoop Mm -hmm. i think that memory is always gonna stand um also airbrush right this was
1: like airbrush overalls yep with airbrushed like down your pants yep and then
0: there's a i don't know if they started it but they popularized it because they won grammys and stuff and awards the uh wearing tags keeping the tags on your hats
1: Oh, I definitely had those two, man.
0: <laughs> you know when it, it, it kind of came back in the the 2010s when you know, the new eras you keep the sticker on, you keep some of the tags on, I'm like, and then no one really I, I didn't really feel like people were giving that kind of credit back to BBD. Maybe someone thought about it. I'm like, dude, that's totally at least for us. That that was totally BBD that did that.
1: Yeah, definitely, man. I had a uh san antonio spurs starter cap yeah with the, the pinstripes and then oh. i kept the tags on and then uh it got bent the tag got bent and then mm-hmm. i was like oh okay i'll just like take it off <laughs>
0: yeah i also had a san antonio spurs hat it wasn't the pinstripes that was just the um the black with a san antonio like in print and then the cursive spurs
1: Oh, oh yeah, yeah. I remember. Yep. I mean, that style is coming back now too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I mean, I definitely had the that little rainbow, rainbow swatch, um, and then with the San Antonio on it. Yeah. I mean, David Robinson was like my favorite player at that time.
0: Yeah, you know what? He was my second favorite player next to Sean Elliott. <laughs> oh. All right, all right, that's where I don't know I mean it was like we got sports Illustrated kids, and then you know what it was it was uh what was that show with uh, uh
1: home um, turf no
0: no no, the nBA show with uh Rashad um, uh, inside stuff yeah, inside stuff, yeah, yeah, so I used to watch that all the time, and yeah, so same. like whoever they featured was gonna be my favorite player so they featured Kevin Johnson one one week. All right, he's one of my favorite player. They featured Reggie Miller. All right, he's he's one. Of, he, then he becomes one of my favorite players. But with Sean Elliott, I remember them talking about his form. And so, like, it really was like he he, he had a really high release and um, yeah. And I, I tried to pattern my uh, shot after Sean Elliott. Not a very good shot, but at least the form was. The form looks good if you just don't watch the ball. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I chose uh, 911 as a joke by Public Enemy.
1: (laughs) Hit me! Wow. There's not a minute to spare. Don't worry. There's not a minute to spare. Don't worry. Going, going, gone.
0: Okay. Uh (laughs) And. It was legit because I listened to it back then. So the, there's a couple of things as, as memories. I, that was one of the cassette singles I bought at tower. Okay. But I remember I, I had it and that was probably one of the earlier ones I got for some reason. I'm not, I mean, no, I shouldn't say for some reason, but I was really into public enemy for, you know, cause it was on the radio. And for some reason I just really latched onto them. Cause I didn't actually, I also didn't have empty. I didn't have cable yet. I think, I think I put in a different year but had, when we first got cable. So it was just all coming from the radio and, I don't know, home turf or CMC or whatever. And I had a art class and we were supposed to design logos or at least copy logos. And the, the logo I copied was the public enemy, the public uh, enemy with a the target. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So it wasn't my favorite song of, like you know, in retrospect, it's not like I listen to that song regularly now. But for mm-hmm. me, that really kind of like uh, got me into re- reflecting more on identity. Yeah, and also with uh, with social justice things, like you know, racism. Like you know, I recognized it before I have an older sister, so she used to like talk to me about some stuff. But um, it was listen- <laughs> it was li- like listening to hip hop back then, in particular, Public Enemy, where all these like new ideas came out mm-hmm. that, uh, I had no, had no clue otherwise. Right. Yeah. So I, I chose that cause I had poison, I have poison on my honorable mention.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, thinking about public enemy, I remember I got that CD for Christmas or something or before my birthday. And I don't really re- know why, because I mean, I had heard of them, um, but I don't think I was really a fan and then I think m- my dad was probably one of those like I was like, "Oh, okay. Well, cool. I'll just get this." Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then I was like, "Oh, okay. Cool. I'll I'll listen to it." It was on sale at uh Musicland. Yeah, it was on sale at Musicland. And then Yeah, I mean, I remember listening to that album right before basketball games actually. Um I think I think brother's gonna work it out is on that Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um I think so and that was one of I think that was one of my favorite tracks on that album and I would definitely listen to that right before a game
0: yeah it's crazy I know we're not talking about 1991 but I checked 1991 and they released uh what was it the next album um which is the one I, I, I never had Fear of the Black Planet, but I had the uh, the next one, which would shut him down and can't trust it and whatever. But that's the song, that's the album I listen, listen to all the time. But that, that was that, a year.
1: Uh, it takes a nation of millions yep. to hold us back. I think so. Is it? I can't remember.
0: No, it's but, not. But it's, uh, I think it takes a million is the first one.
1: Okay, I think you're right. And then, and then Fear what? of a Black Planet is the second one. Yeah. Got it. Uh,
0: but that was released the next year. It was, that was released in 1991. Just thinking about like how prolific they yeah. were at the time. Yeah. What else? Do you, what did you have in your honorable mention for 1990?
1: Uh, you know, I it was gonna be uh young MC Bust a Move. Mm-hmm. Um, but just now I remembered that Humpty Dance came out. Mm-hmm. Uh. In sixth grade, yeah, and um, yeah. I mean, I think that has to be on there. Uh, and you did know, you have dances in sixth grade? Yeah, middle in. Did we have whatever, dances St. in sixth grade? No, it was seventh grade. Okay. This was probably around New Kids on the Block, right? I mean, we already <laughs> we already talked yeah. about who my favorite New Kid was.
0: Yeah. What
1: um, up, Donnie? <laughs> yeah, Shut I up. think it is Shut because um, Danny Wahlberg.
0: My sister was totally into new kids. I was my thing was Bon Jovi and wrestling. <laughs> Still, I mean, those two haven't really changed much either. But. <laughs> Put, <laughs> did you have any
1: other did you have honorable mentions i did Maybe, i'll think of some more probably
0: because i have to be real with what the kind of music i was listening to you know think about like your uh disqualification of uh busted move because it was 1989 yeah i probably one of the things that would definitely would have been up here if if it wasn't public enemy Two would have been um uh bobby brown
1: every little dance, step,
0: dance you know it like all of all of the like i i used to listen to that stuff i did think about that too
1: like i did think about like i mean that very same festival Mm -hmm. uh, i think i danced with some classmates to like every little step Mm -hmm.
0: which as a tangent we're talking about dances in sixth grade we were still doing like you know those talent shows Yeah. And I did dance to the boys. I forgot which song it was. I mean, there was down my heart and Oh man, the other one, but either way I ended up two years in a row. I didn't realize this two years in a row, me and my white homies danced to (laughs) the boys two different songs, or maybe we did in the same year. Anyway. Um, it's a tangent just because you know Bobby Brown used to be the boy's big brother and we would see them on the fun house and whatever. But uh <laughs> no, my my honorable mentions, you know, to be real, was Have You Seen Her by MC Hammer.
1: Yeah, okay. Ice Ice
0: Baby by Vanilla Ice. Because at that time that's that's the rap I was listening yeah, to. Yeah, I mean, right? it was pop
1: yeah, I mean yeah, I gotta be real too. I, yeah. I definitely ha- I definitely borrowed. Wait, no, did I have? No, no, no. I borrowed that CD from my friend because he didn't have a CD player, and okay. I got a disc man, like my first disc man. <laughs> so then that's what I would listen to because that was that Hammer? and Public Enemy. No, 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 no. Vanilla Ice. Dave. Vanilla Ice, yeah. Come on, man. Vanilla Ice.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's. Fi- this one was hard because I can't remember sixth grade, but and also the the, the band of music that I would listen to, and it kind of you know, what we're talking about is like this is what we listened to back then. 9-1-1 Nine, is a joke, and Public Enemy has more of like a longer lifetime um, impact. I'm not going to hate yeah. on hammer because I still, I mean, would jam to some hammer stuff, but yeah, for um, sure. Yeah, I added them, and then the other one I added was On a Sunday Afternoon by Letter Shader Brown. Was that nineteen ninety? Mm-hmm. I, I wow. checked it. I pro- you know, it's one of those songs I probably listened to more a little bit. No, I, mean, I must have listened to it when it was on the radio all the time. But maybe that was more like a seventh grade song than it was a end of sixth grade song.
1: You know, I was looking at the list of nineteen ninety, and I remember seeing a bunch of like pop songs like Wilson mm. Phillips mm-hmm. and, you know, like, uh, like I think Roxette was in there or something yeah. like that. Yeah. So stuff that was Pretty really woman. popular. And then I think sixth grade was probably the year when I started really shifting like my music, mm-hmm. what I wanted to listen to kind of shifted. Mm-hmm. I think I was listening to, Do you remember that radio station like X one hundred or something like that? Kind of back in the day. Yeah. So it was basically just like whatever pop hits, and then I think that was the year when I started listening to like Cameo. Mm -hmm. Uh, So that was kind of going more towards like hip hop and R and B. Yeah. There was still there was probably still some like pop stuff there. Yeah. But I remember there was like a shift because I remember, like Richard Marx, like right here waiting. That like that was so opposite of like, yeah, BBD. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was popular at the time. Yeah, and then, so I think that's probably when I noticed that I was kind of shifting my musical musical tastes. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I didn't have that until the seventh, till seventh grade, and I don't know. I mean, it must have been movies and some some other things because I was still hanging out with the same friends at, at that time, and I don't think they were. I mean, I don't know. One of them yeah. in in high school was a big hip hop head, so I would he would have some like underground stuff that I, that he would share with me. The other ones I didn't really talk to after eighth grade, but um, or seventh grade. But yeah, shout out to Ksol because that was my favorite. Uh, radio station in in seventh grade that too was something i just i i I drew or designed in a my art class in seventh grade
1: you know what no i take that back i think seventh grade was more like but i I think sixth grade was you know when i started kind of noticing that i liked more like r&b and and hip-hop stuff too Mm -hmm. um i think that uh, maybe that summer before seventh grade, yeah, or, or like uh, maybe going into eighth grade or something like that. So, yeah, it yeah. was definitely around that time. Uh, were
0: your friends in sixth grade? Are you still friends with your friends from sixth grade? I mean, you don't have to be hella tight with them, but like, did, were they still the? Did you still hang out with them like through middle? Through middle school, through high school? Yeah, for the most part. Like,
1: okay. uh, I mean, like Mark, he's, yeah. I've been on him since fifth grade, so, yeah. and I think he's the only one. Um, and then there were some folks that I actually went to high school with and started hanging out with, but definitely less. Okay. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, there's there's only a few people from my elementary school that I actually hung out with after, or like in high school and even after as adults. Yes. Want to jump into movies? Yes. Your 1990 movie is...
1: Can I give two? Yeah, I'll give two because they're <laughs> kind of similar. Yeah. So This was hard This mm-hmm. was really hard um, I was looking through the list And I was just like Yeah I remember I remember that movie I remember this movie um, But then I kind of circled in on these two mm-hmm. And going back To Your Bon Jovi reference <laughs> I think it has to be Young Guns 2 Yoohoo I'll make you famous Young Guns 2 it was awesome man yeah it was awesome well yeah. the, the other one was also back to the future three which mm-hmm. i also saw. <laughs> yeah. uh, i'm sure people will think that that's the worst one mm-hmm. but looking back now i think that uh this was like young guns two and i actually saw young guns two before i saw young guns one mm-hmm. um and back to the future three I think that was my initiation into Westerns. Oh, was it? I love Westerns. Did you watch back to the future three before young guns then? Young guns. Um, I'm not really sure. Okay. Probably. I mean, probably it it depends on when they were released, Yeah. but I would, I would have definitely watched um, back to the future three since back to the future is like one of the best trilogies ever. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Uh, Anyway, yeah, young, young <laughs> guns, young guns too, man. Blaze of glory, that was fuck. a great song. I'm gonna say fuck yeah because that was my, um,
0: well, that wasn't <laughs> my favorite Bon Jovi song, but I was hella into it because I one that song was in it. Yeah, two, he was actually in the movie. Hmm. He got shot because he was one of the prisoners and got shot quick. I picked that too. Because the part oh, of it, too, is... Uh, nice, nice, nice. That was, like, my number one I pulled from this. Because, um, dude, I watched that. I didn't watch it in the movie theater, but I know I watched it all the time. And I don't know if I watched the first Young Guns before I watched this one. I think I might have. Mm-hmm. But Young Guns 2 was actually rated PG-13. Young Guns, the first one was rated R. Oh, okay. Even though there was... I don't know. I mean, there's probably more violence than Young Guns, but... There's more... Well, there was backside unity in, in Young too. too. Um, but no, I remember... I watched this shit how, oh, a lot. Yeah, and dude. I'm not going to say how we had these because we didn't buy them. But anyway, <laughs> um, I used to watch it all the time. And again, we didn't have cable for a long time. So I would, I would just be watching mo- movies over and over again i remember trying uh my dad had one of those um you know those guns that had like the those little red pellet things that you pop and it has a weird smell oh yeah yeah Yeah. i had one of those brought to my cousin's house he had like a a rifle looking thing so he could play doc and i would play billy the kid (laughs) or whatever um we didn't have knives so we couldn't be um, Chavez y Chavez. Yep. Yep. Our Filipino um, brother who we didn't know was Filipino back then. Exactly. exactly. Uh, but yeah, no, Young Guns 2. I, yeah, that, that was, I, for sure, I was watching that a lot. And the other ones I know that I was watching, I, I know I watched Back to the Future 3 in the movie theater. That was one of the ones that we watched the other ones I just added, just for honorable mention, just because I watched, I used to watch them a lot too, was
1: Arachnophobia. I remember watching that in the theater, mm-hmm. but I forgot my glasses, so it was good. <laughs> so it was everything was a little blurry. So
0: yeah, I, you know, in retrospect, it's probably. I, but I I remember a lot of it. I totally remember a lot of the um, the uh, that's like. Little pieces to it, like um, that. I was thinking about it. That might have been my first kind of uh, introduction to wine culture, right? Because, really? what's his face? Was
1: it, I mean, I don't even remember.
0: Yeah, he had a cellar, and then he had all this like uh, wine that he would collect, and he had this one that was particularly expensive. And that's the one that they use to um, inflame the mother spider, <laughs> which I'm thinking now that's not even scientifically like possible because there's not enough alcohol content in, in wine. Maybe like, that's why it was
1: so expensive. <laughs>
0: it might've been 80 proof wine. Right. right. Uh but yeah, I, I, yeah, that's that was my introduction to that.
1: Um, uh, can and- we, can we go over the cast of Young Guns 2? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So, Emilio Estevez, Lou Diamond Phillips, Kiefer Sutherland, Christian Slater,
0: mm-hmm. like
1: those, they like killed the '80s, like the the mid to late '80s, dude. Yeah, all four of them in there. Mhm. And William Peterson, mhm CSI. CSI. <laughs> Alan Ruck. Oh yeah. I didn't even really know until I saw the the picture. I was like, "Oh yeah, he's in it." Alan Wimbrae Ruck and um that TV show. Yeah, and of course like he's Cameron in No, mm-hmm. right. Bueller. Yes. And the um And in Speed as well. Mm -hmm. And also he's uh, Connor... What is his name? Connor Roy in Succession. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. (laughs) Really, really solid character actor. Very
0: different character too.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So James Coburn, obviously he's in Hello Westerns. Yeah. Vigo Mortensen is in it. I oh, he was, the, yeah, he was with the. Yeah, he's one of the sheriff's
0: like guys, right? Or like William Peterson's um, deputies, right? Yeah. And they didn't really get along or something.
1: Yeah. And then John Bon Jovi. And then looking down this list, there's also Bradley Whitford, who was in the oh, West Wing. Yeah yeah And he, he was he in Billy do? Madison, right?
0: Oh I, I haven't watched Billy, Billy Mad- Madison. Yeah that's the well he was all, he was in I know him more from um, Sunset, was it?
1: Oh yeah yeah, Studio 60 on the
0: Studio Sunset. 60. Um, He's also
1: in, in Hand, Handmaid's Tale. Mm. So that is a cast That is a cast man 1990 man. It, it's but
0: it. You look at also like the legacy of most of those actors in TV because you have Twenty Four. Yep, we we already talked about CSI. We talked about West Wing. Um, I mean, it wasn't as like iconic, but what's what was that? Uh, what was that? Sitcom with Michael J. Fox. Yeah, uh, that
1: was um Spin City.
0: Spin City, because yeah. ellen Ruck was in that.
1: Mm-hmm. And Christian Slater just came up big over the last few years, or like five or six years ago, with Mr. Robot. Yep. So
0: it's only uh Lou Diamond Phillips who didn't really make a like he's had a couple of TV shows that he's starred in and they never really got anywhere. His claim to fame on TV must might might be from um Worst Cooks in America, celebrity edition. <laughs> I think he won <laughs> one
1: year. Wait, like he won worst cooks, meaning he improved a lot, or he yeah. was like the worst cook. He he
0: I think he he improved a lot. Like he oh, won okay, the tournament. I think he won the tournament. Right. I, I for sure watched that series. <laughs> I for sure watched the season. I don't remember if he won. I have a feeling he won though. Okay. And then I was also thinking this fool probably knows how to cook. And they, this is just the, I mean, so it's a reality show. So, you know, the the budget and stuff. Exactly. So he still, he does have a, you know, a legacy in TV too.
1: Yeah. And, you know, thinking about back to the future three, there were so many, I realized this later when I started taking like film history courses that back to the future three pretty much stole a lot of their tropes from and literally copied <laughs> from uh, the Westerns, particularly when at the very end, when he's um, when he puts the little uh, furnace cover under his little poncho, mm. you know, oh, which is exactly great. what happened in one of the Clint Eastwood movies. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. um, Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I feel like 1990 was the real reason I love Westerns right now. Right. It's a good call. So, shout out. Young Guns 2, man. You know what? (laughs) I'm not sure if I actually watched it in the movies. Because, well... I don't know. I can't really remember. I, there was a there was a period. I th- I think between like fifth and seventh grade where I had like cable for a year, mm-hmm. and maybe Young Guns two ended up playing on HBO mm-hmm. or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do remember like really loving the the ending, where I was like, it was like bittersweet, right? Pals, and whenever they said pals, and I was like, Oh man, that's that's great. That's like that's a really good friendship adventure, yeah. You know, everyone yeah. died. Spoiler alert, <sighs> but wait, wait, Doc died, right?
0: Doc died. No, not everyone died. Remember, we don't know if Billy the Kid actually you're, died.
1: You're totally right, you're totally because right. pals, right. But everyone else did. Yeah. Yeah, that was like the last hurrah for this yeah. this gang. Yep. Yeah. And it was really great. I remember I mean, again, my memory is probably way whack. But I think I watched it at the Newark Cynodome Seven. Cynodome mm. Seven West. Shout out. R.I.P. New Park Cynodome Seven. And then walking to the mall right after, probably.
0: <laughs> I, no, we didn't watch. Uh, we didn't watch Last Crusade there. We we watched Last Crusade across the the other side. Cinedome Eight East. Mm-hmm.
1: Yep. Yeah. Anyway.
0: Yeah. Back to the Future Three. Back to the Future Three. I, I uh, the other ones, House Party. I think uh, I, I mentioned, but I, we we talked about that during the the teen movie
1: uh was that night i think that was
0: 1991 right
1: 1990
0: i checked oh shoot yeah and that actually had i didn't realize it but that had a bunch of public enemy that i didn't know at the time i mean i knew it was public enemy but then it was just like the more i watched i used to watch that thing all the time i know for sure because then my friend from seventh grade we used to uh we wrote i wrote down the raps like that they did and we you know like their the diss raps with kid and play yeah so we would do it when we were walking home and the other one i added was Memphis Bell. do you want know, you know that i do
1: remember the name but i don't think i watched it it was a uh, about um it was a like bomber? a b52 bomber or b70 or whatever whatever yeah, b number yeah bomber Yep. And then they were it. yep.
0: They were supposed like the setup was that they had flown perfect runs. When you know it's how deadly it is, especially with all the different things, right? Right. And not just being shot down, but just like, you know, old old technology and all that stuff. So it was about their last run. And so I mean that talking about like, you know, young actors that also had There's a hell of people in that. There's Matthew Modine, Sean Astin, Billy Zane.
1: Oh, wow.
0: um, John Lithgow. Well, he's not young, but he was in that. The the dude who played the commissioner in um, A League of Their Own, he was in that.
1: I don't remember that guy.
0: He was the one that was trying to... um, he was working for Mr. Harvey and he was the one that actually ran that, uh, the league. Mm. But I used to watch Memphis Bell all the time. Again, no cable.
1: <laughs> did I tell you uh, when... I can't remember if we talked about this when we talked about House Party last time, but did I tell you when I tried to go in there or like I tried to buy a ticket? You might have. Tell me again. <laughs> So we wanted to go watch it. We were, obviously, it was rated R, so you had to be 17 to buy a ticket or the parents would have to buy a ticket. And then I remember telling my parents that like, oh, we're just going to go watch a movie. Um, they didn't really know what, um, but they probably didn't think it would be a rated R movie. Mm-hmm. So I kind of chickened out when i got to the box office and you know i didn't want to i i knew they would say oh you got to be 17 if you want to house party right so then i think i bought um joe versus the volcano tickets all right. uh-huh. like two of them and then i think it was me and mark and then so i bought two of them and then he's like dude i don't want to watch watch joe versus the Volcano." i was like no nah, it's all good dude we'll just rip the ticket and then go to, you know, go in there and then we'll just, instead of going into the, the Joe versus Volcano theater, we'll just sneak into the, you know, which is what everyone did at the time. Mm-hmm. Except <laughs> <laughs> the theater that was showing House Party was mm-hmm. on the other side of the building, Right. Mm-hmm. Like, oh man, yeah. well, let's just go. Let's just go. Yeah, it was left. House party was on the left. Joe versus Volcano was on the right. So I went to the left and then, like, I gave the ticket to the usher. And he's like, oh no, no, this is Joe versus Volcano. This is not on this side. You got to go over there. I was like, oh shoot. And that, my plan failed. So then, obviously, we didn't want to go. Into watch Joe versus the volcano, so we go in there, and then what else is on that side? Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. <laughs> so we're like, okay, well, let's just go in here. So I was a pretty big Ninja Turtles fan mm-hmm. a few years, you know, a few years before. So I was like, mm-hmm. oh, okay, cool, let's go watch it. So then it was packed. So then. Like me and Mark, we just sat like on the, on the step. Um, And then we're like, okay, cool. We'll just, we'll just like watch it here. It ended up being pretty cool. Like we came in, I think during one of the first fight scenes, Uh I was like, oh, this is, this is pretty cool. I I wasn't sure if I wanted to watch a live action version, Mm -hmm. Um, but then I was like, okay, cool. Uh, And then the usher came (laughs) and we're like, Hey, let me see your tickets. So I showed it. It's like, oh, this is Joe versus volcano. You gotta get out of here!" I was like,
0: <laughs> "Man, so
1: like I, I definitely got kicked out of Cinadome um, Eight East." Did yeah. they kick you out of the theater?
0: No, I mean, oh. well,
1: they they made me leave the Ninja Turtle screening for right.
0: sure. Did you end up so, watching Joe versus the volcano? Then? No, you just left. I mean, I
1: would have, I would have wanted to because yeah. we already paid for it, but like. Uh, Mark didn't want to He's like I don't want to <laughs> watch Joe versus volcano like, Okay fine So then we just left
0: Then you walked to the mall
1: I don't know if we walked To the mall actually
0: yeah. Went to Goldmine
1: That would mean That we would have to Go over the overpass But we probably did Oh so you, were, so on you
0: were, we were on the other side You were on the other side
1: Yeah Did you ever work To the movie theater I did not No I worked oh, yeah. at um, Suncoast mm-hmm. The movie store
0: yeah i remember that yeah yeah but like a, a, i may have bought something while you were working there um the I, I was just asking because i remember way back that was like the that was one of the jobs that you wanted your friends to have oh for sure that because then they'll just open it i didn't ever do it because i wouldn't i was um Total like little schoolboy, and I probably wouldn't do it now because I'd be scared of getting in trouble. But, um, <laughs> but I remember my friends same, talking about same. like, yeah, someone would just open a door, someone would go in and basically chosen horse the whole thing and then bring their friends in at the, um, with the exit at the, uh, at the front of the theater. Or if they had friends, then they could, yeah, they can get into the R movies or whatever. Or they could just hang out all day and then kind of get
1: covered. Uh, it was that in oh, Foot Locker. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, I had, I think a, a homie worked at Track and Trail and he got me some like Timberlands. Mm-hmm. And I went in there, I was like, hey, like, um, what's the discount on this? He's like, I'll just take it. I was like, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> I was like, I was like Cool, and I was like, "Are you and sure?" that's like, why tracking trail didn't last very long. I know, right? <laughs> and then, um, no, my uh, my friend James worked at a theater, but I think mm. it was it was definitely in high school. He didn't really hook us up by letting us in, but after gigs, and he worked on those days. Then he would bring a big ass bag of popcorn and we would just like it's yeah. hella stale, hella yeah. soggy. But you know, sweet popcorn, we'll eat yeah. it.
0: You if you didn't eat it, the people the next morning or the next day would have been eating that popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible.
1: Terrible.
0: My friend used to, I remember she she worked there. Um and she would tell us, like, yeah, once you work at the movie theater, you're never gonna want to eat popcorn. Oh no! I mean, I have no problem. I don't know whatever happened, but I it never I mean, stopped me from eating popcorn. Yeah, there's
1: there's too much butter and salt for. Well, there's that. It'll it'll disinfect it. So yeah, whatever, I, yeah. whatever's in there, it's hot. Yeah.
0: <laughs> uh. Yeah. Oh, the other real quick, Mem- Memphis Bell. The other people that were in it: Harry oh, Connick yeah, Jr. Yeah. Okay. Uh, D.B. Sweeney. Tate Donovan and Eric Stoltz. This okay. was a stacked, uh, you know, for for the young guys. It was a stacked.
1: Eric uh, Connick Jr. playing a pilot again a few years later. Yeah, maybe. It, wait, six years later, maybe. In what? Uh, Independence
0: Day. Oh, that's right. Yep. He played. He was not the pilot. Harry Connick Jr. was. He
1: was. Oh no no not oh, in, Me- oh, in, Memphis in Memphis Bell. He was in Memphis Bell. Yeah, got it.
0: The pilots in Memphis Bell were Matthew O'Dean and Tate Donovan.
1: Mm, got it. Yeah. But he was still on a plane, right? He was still on the plane. Yeah, yeah. He's still okay. singing. <laughs> singing and playing a piano.
0: He did. He he oh, sang. Of course, um, of course. He sang. I mean, you don't have him on the movie if you're not going to have him sing. Yeah. Right? I mean, why not? He sang uh, uh, Danny Boy. All right. Pop culture from 1990 that you're Uh, sure of i was i had had to guess (laughs) i mean one of them i knew for sure but then for the other ones i was guessing like the starter the starter
1: parka yeah so it's funny that you mentioned the starter parka because that really ties into it's not really a pop culture but it was more like um it was more of a sports thing and it was basically unlv running rebels Larry Johnson off with the rebound, 72-47. Hot hits a three, and folks, this one's all Vegas. Larry Johnson was my favorite basketball player, and um, I remember when everyone was getting parkas, it was like, okay, everyone has Giants, everyone has Warriors, everyone, like, I think Sharks came out, and, like, it was, like, the popular teams. Mm -hmm. And I decided to get, like, a red one you know and at that time like wearing red in you know mm-hmm. in in the suburbs <laughs> you know, yeah. w- was like it, it wasn't it was an issue um, yeah but um yeah i mean i remember i had my uncle drive me all the way to valco mall because i think they had like one of those like sports mm-hmm. stores that carried hella random um starter jackets mm-hmm. and stuff and then yeah i i picked up that was like a I i think i had some money from christmas and then that's what i got i got a uh unlv running rebels um parka damn man. yeah man i and this was at a time where I probably missed a lot of games, but I would check the sports Mm. section and check the box score. Yeah. And they were like ranked number one. Mm -hmm. So then there was always coverage in like the Fremont Argus or something. Yeah.
0: Um, Was this the first year? Yeah. First year? Okay.
1: Yeah. And then and then the you'll um, I'll call back to it in 1991 (laughs)
0: like did, did it spawn a certain hate for a certain school
1: uh, absolutely <laughs> yeah me too absolutely
0: um i had a michigan starter parka because it was the oh. I mean, my parents bought it for me and it was what was on sale i think they bought it for me maybe for christmas and my birthday because then it was like my you know our birthdays are in december so they might have they might have uh combined it because it was way more expensive than they normally would spend on me
1: mm-hmm. yeah, um, yeah for sure that's why i had to spend my own money i had to like save a lot for
0: it yeah that was good on you <laughs> <laughs> i got it the easy way <laughs> <laughs> um yeah and i wore that thing almost every day well i have this pattern of uh when i get jackets i end up wearing them like all the time so there is a that starter jacket I wore all the time. And there was another jacket I had in eighth grade that I wore all the time. I think we got it from Miller's Outpost. And then I had another kind of jacket like that from Miller's Outpost that I wore all the time in ninth grade. And it hasn't really changed too much. I mean, I, whatever jacket I like, I'll just kind of rotate it the same style or whatever. But I would say in the, in the pandemic, I've been <laughs> I've been rotating very low number of clothes same same and wearing what seemingly is the same jacket almost all the time um oh and actually my coworkers always make fun to me because uh i was i would always wear um like a puffy vest because you know it's it's flexible i mean it's uh yeah. not flexible it's uh you can use it for anything. It'll keep you yep. warm. It'll keep you cool. I can wear it. Um, it has a collar. <laughs> <laughs> that was a joke. When I left that job, all of them grabbed whatever vest they could. And th- that was during our, during our pizza lunch. They were all wearing a uh, vest. Yeah. Nice. So that has for... Shout out to your coworkers. Shout yeah. out to my coworkers for, yeah. for doing that. that and good. so that has carried
1: on. Did yeah, you, well, so I think yeah. yeah that that would be uh, UNLV. I mm-hmm. think that that pretty much took up a lot of. I mean, I definitely remember that for sure. Yeah. I mean, and I think when we were playing basketball a couple years ago, like at in in the city, the city. I, I remember really looking for <laughs> like a Larry Johnson throwback. Yeah. Jersey, so I could just like, like represent on the was court. Was
0: he your with... was he your dude in that that team? What's that? Was he your guy in that team?
1: Oh yeah, absolutely, yeah. man.
0: For some reason, I got into Stacy Ogwin. Yeah, I mean, I think maybe solid
1: solid player too.
0: He might have had just like some
1: monster dunk when like Saturday. I mean, defense, I remember. So. <laughs> I mean, I, when I was playing at the time, I was like, I usually played power forward. Like I was, I was a four. Mm. So then, Larry Johnson was the four. Yeah. So yeah. and he was super dominant. And I remember yeah. trying to uh, shoot free throws like him. <laughs> do you remember how he? Yeah. Yeah. He would like go on his tippy toes and then do that hitch. Yeah. It's kind of like Charles Barkley's swing, but he mm-hmm. actually makes it.
0: Yeah. Used to get a lot of uh lane violations. Lane violations. <laughs> yep. Yep. Um. Yeah. Uh, the one I picked for sure, and I had to make sure it was the right one. Was, I picked WrestleMania six? I mean, it's not really. It's totally on brand. Not very surprising. But that <laughs> was uh. Main event was Hulk Hogan versus the Ultimate Warrior.
1: Oh Yeah. yeah. I do so, remember that. Yeah.
0: That was like you know. I was a big Hulk Hogan fan. And then when the ultimate warrior came in, then he was my favorite, you know, it's like every other kid. And so them two wrestling was a big deal.
1: And that's so, when he had both intercontinental and. Yep. The world championship,
0: yep. right? Ultimate warrior had the intercontinental, intercontinental title. And then, you know, Hulk Hogan had the world heavyweight. And, uh, that's, I think, what I remember hearing first or hearing it prominently the whole line about um, you could cut the tension with a knife. Really? Or was that WrestleMania 3? Or maybe it was um, some That's kind of the- idiom. WrestleMania 3 was uh, the best, one of the best WrestleMania's. It was Hulk Hogan versus uh, Andre the Giant.
1: Andre the Giant, yeah.
0: Yeah. But yeah, I. I mean, all WrestleMania's, but I used to watch, I watched WrestleMania 6 a lot because Ultimate Warrior is my favorite for a while.
1: I mean, that, that was a time when there was, there was a lot of like Saturday night mm-hmm. like main event, right? I remember mm-hmm. sleeping over at some friends and then we would just like watch it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. The... And then, oh, you know what? I actually should shout out. I mean, this actually doesn't qualify uh, because I think it started airing in like 89 or 88, but like American Gladiators. You know what I mean? Like whenever I would sleep over, we would definitely have like watch American Gladiators, Showtime at the Apollo, Mm -hmm. and whatever it was. Maybe Showtime at the Apollo was like the, the last one but it was yeah. definitely like after 1130 or something like that. And then like yeah, American gladiators and then like roller. <laughs> it was like, it was like a, it wasn't roller Derby. It was like roller games. Hmm. Um, so yeah, I mean, that was just kind of like what you would do at a sleepover. You don't want yeah, to sleep man. yet. You want to stay up and then you just watch that.
0: Yeah. Yeah, man. Uh, the late night, the late night tv i mean now i mean whatever there's so much tv on obviously but uh back then when you you know you only had five to eight channels depending on how good your antenna was right uh i mean i didn't really stay up too late back then when i was that young but yeah there's occasional times when you you're up and it's just it gets weird re- gets
1: weird <laughs> Shout out to Kung Fu Theater too. Yeah. Let me bring something up. Mm-hmm. Um, I know, I've, I think we were just talking about like, uh, song, movie, and then pop culture reference, but I want to shout out this TV show, um, In Living Color. every sunday night Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. at 8 p.m Mm -hmm. um was that 1990 i think so i mean i checked earlier yeah wait let me let me just confirm so i know how you you posted that link like um 1990 in Mm. film right yeah so i did 1990 in television. TV.
0: There's also a link if you do like 1991 pop culture. There's a another different kind of like aggregator on that, and so they have like politics, sports, songs, movies, all that stuff. Because I have to cheat. i think it's like once you get once i get into high school then it becomes a lot clearer because pop culture you know we're at an age where that was defining our who we are yeah and then there are dances and stuff because i didn't i didn't go to any dances until eighth grade
1: Mm. until i hung out with my filipino and asian folks (laughs) so april 14th in living color debuted Wow. 1990. Wow. Shout
0: out, Jennifer Lopez. <laughs> uh, was she there first year? I don't know. But Keenan and um, I, the whole Wayans family, Tommy Cole, Davidson,
1: David Allen Greer, David Alan Jim Greer. Carrey, dude. Jim oh, Carrey. Yeah, Jim Carrey. Uh, and also, um, I had a huge crush on one of the Fly Girls, um, Carrie Ann. Uh, who also ended up being on the judge in dancing with the stars, right? Oh, the
0: Asian. Yeah. Uh, sorry. The Asian judge. I didn't know she was a flag girl. <laughs> I think so, man. Let's see. Flag girls dance troupe. Thanks. Um, Let's see. carrie Ann Inaba. Hmm. I did not know that. I also don't watch Transcreen of the Stars, but I did not know she was a fly girl.
1: Yeah, dude. Whoa. <laughs> she was the one I had. I mean, even before like JLo. Yeah. You know, I don't even remember, I don't remember, um, I remember. When, she, when she came out. I was like, oh, yeah, she's a fly girl. I was like, was like, but is she Carrie and though? I don't know.
0: <laughs> well, shout out in living color. Talk about a cast that just blew up. Yeah, nice, nice, uh, nice add on to that.
1: Yeah.